0: Welcome to part two of the 1997 Royal Rumble. Uh,
1: All right, let's move on.
2: Ugh, must we because i feel like i have so little to say about the next match let me let me um, get
1: my notes in order okay oh boy
2: here's historical context again so because they're desperate to sell out the alamo dome in san antonio yeah. texas they are trying to bring in all these AAA luchas to help draw more local people to come out uh so that's that's the idea here also at the same time WCW has a very, very, very successful and cool cruiserweight division um, and a cruiserweight championship, and all this stuff that people that's like they're doing all the flippies and fun stuff that WWE WWF isn't, and so this is their way to act on it. Yeah,
1: I wrote down, and I'm very proud of myself now that you say it. I wrote down this is definitely for regional fans. Like it's a it, because it's San Antonio, they're like let's bring in the luchadors. Um, I will be honest, I really liked it. Because I First of all This is wrestling as I've As you see yeah. like in Modern times right and like There there aren't other matches Where they were doing this cool ass shit
2: Yeah this is much closer to the wrestling we see Today than
1: Yeah and it was and like you know It was to me Like yes is it weird to have Six people in a ring and I don't Know any of their names and two of them have masks
0: Fuerza uh, and- Guerrera. I looked. I, I actually I looked up the the translation. That name means uh, w- warrior. fiery warrior Wars. force. Oh, oh really? Fuera bruta means brute force. So, yeah, that right. makes sense then. Uh, pu- uh, Pero aguayo is something dog. Water dog.
2: Yeah. Water dog. That's a great name. First of all, just I love call that. yourself
1: water dog. Uh,
0: and Garza is translated to heron. So shout out to Veronica Garza, oh, our Veronica own personal heron. heron. Yeah, heron. Heron. Yeah,
1: like a bird? like the bird. Oh. Um yeah well I mean also I will I will say that uh after my trip to Mexico City where I went and saw uh lucha libre they do a lot of 3 on 3 in lucha libre like that's that was like the the predominant form for it wasn't a lot of like singles matches it's literally just a lot of what we saw like it was <clears throat> like three guys versus three guys and there's a lot of like I don't know if this is something that occurred to you guys, but to me, I noticed when, like, they didn't have a lot of clean tags. It was a lot of just, like, guys – like, there would be two guys from one side in the ring without Uh a tag, and they didn't really care, and somebody would jump in and knock somebody else off. And it wasn't really commented on as much as, you know, if if we were to see that with uh, tag teams now – or tag teams then, I guess – we usually see like, oh, and he's coming in, and then that should be a disqualifying thing. Like it was basically like more of a free for all. Yeah, like just whatever. I
0: mean, I I thought that this was cool. I thought it would be a lot cooler if there was any attempt to to build or or make a story out of what was going on there to give you us the
2: commentators to so just learn their names. Oh
1: my
0: <laughs> god! We did have
2: the commentators. No, like that's just Heavy just metal. metal, or learn is, is
1: it? Uh, or is it Jerry Estrada? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um JR explaining the the history of Luchador
1: masks yep. was one of the most embarrassing things. Yeah, that, I, ro- that I wrote I her... a note. He doesn't know how to explain it. No. He's just like, oh, well you see, they uh some of their masks are about superheroes. What? Or, or Hollywood heroes? Or, yeah, no, he said like Hollywood stars, and, and so what mask looks like a Hollywood star? Does anybody
0: come out oh, in well, a no. liney well, mask? I think Kanneck looks like Ray Fiennes from the English patient. <laughs>
2: I'm getting a lot of uh, Tilda Swinton <laughs> from these luches. I
0: mean, oh my god, Tilda Swinton in the WWE? Can we?
2: I would, can we make yeah, that Ash happen? She would fucking nail right? that
1: shit. She'd be a high flyer, right?
2: She'd be. I think she'd be like a, almost like a Nikki Cross. I feel like she'd give us like complete. I want to put. Yeah, you wanna play? very cerebral and weird.
0: Yeah, she a, a Nikki Cross mixed with Carmella, and and yes. So we just Vince, we should book her. Vince, you can have this.
1: So do you guys do you guys know the the whole deal with uh, luchador masks? Not to be the, the luchador historian because I went to Mexico City for five days. But <laughs> literally I am obviously the, the expert. Do you guys know what the deal
2: is with the masks? I know some stuff. I don't know what exactly. I know,
0: but I want to make sure you know. Yeah. So you tell me. I
2: mean, I do know about the, how the honor of it and how deep, like unmasking someone is like yeah. a huge. That's the big thing. That's the thing. Yeah, that I I know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, unmasking someone in the, with like the knowledge of is a like huge deal.
1: Right, and I will I will preface this by saying I really really do not know a lot, but the 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 experience I have, if I were Jr. telling the audience about this, I would say that the mask is a big thing about honor. And that it's a big deal if somebody gets unmasked. That being said, I mean, you know, they won't say this as a they'll never say it in a commentating uh, perspective. But there's a lot of mask removal in in luchador wrestling. Like it's it happens all the fucking time. But what happens is when they remove the mask, the guy basically it's like it's like Kryptonite. So the guy just like brings his hands to his face, never shows his face, and just gets beat up on while he's holding his face and so the idea is they will essentially like be losing the match until somebody can get them their mask to put back on so i when i first heard about this i was like oh they're gonna tease that the mask is gonna come off and and then like it never comes off but it comes off all the time
0: because in order to do that they would have to care about this match and they clearly don't and the crowd clearly doesn't yeah. We spent more time thinking about this match than literally anyone who was booking this match.
2: Also, it's important to note for the crowd, as from historical sense, um, the big screens in the arenas were not on during this match. No. Wow. So that also is why the crowd was so dead. I don't know if that was a technical thing or a choice someone made, but that is a, something that I learned about this event and is important to note.
1: Like I, I I did I noted that Hector Garza was kinda dope. Like he was doing my favorite moves. He had a really good arm drag. Uh I think he had a round the world backbreaker that I really liked. Look at you. Uh I thought that Kanek Kanic and yeah, es- Conic Kanic I think Canik Canik and Estrada had a really good sequence. It was there was some fun stuff. I mean, but also because I like the flippy shit. Yeah. Um, There was oh, heavy metal and Garza
0: definitely had an awesome sequence together. Mm -hmm. Um, Paraguayo like bouncing off the ropes and everything. Yeah, it was like technically great. Now Jr. and Jerry and uh, Vince give me a reason to care
2: about
1: this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also noted that Garza did. I, I wrote some kind of plancha. Uh, but it was the move of the match. I think it was something where he got up on the Some top. Kind of with, uh, Some kind of plancha with... Some kind of plancha. <laughs> it's by the Dashboard Confessional. Um, he gets up on the top rope and he... Patrick Dempsey. That was the name I was kind of... Oh, yes. Yeah, like like uh, I was thinking... Pizza, uh, plancha Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pizza Boy, but yeah. Um, that's fine. They know we're drunk. <laughs> uh <laughs> So we, yeah. he gets up on the on the top rope, and he like I think he did a f- like a forward somersault plancha, or something. No, he it was like a he jumps forward, and he tw- he's like he's straight in the I air, love, and he's twisting.
0: I love how excited Eric gets when he recognizes a move. When I
1: can say plancha, <laughs> so yeah. He's plancha. facing
2: his opponent. He's facing he's his not, opponent. Can't remember this moment. He's
1: p- facing his opponent. He jumps forward, and it's his like his body is spinning on an on an axis. He's he's it's uh, on a it's spinning on a y-axis. So he's like so
2: he's never head over heels.
1: He's not head over heels. He's spinning like uh, he's rotating. And his more opponent's than he's. laying down. His opponent was on the ground, I believe. So I, I think it, I think his opponent. I think his opponent was up. So he like spun and like landed on him.
2: Okay, so I would call that some kind of it'd be like a corkscrew plancha. Or corkscrew something. plancha. Yeah, I would call okay. it like a corkscrew something.
1: I'm trying to learn Aaron. <clears throat> but I do get excited when I know these words. So
0: then I love the Royal Rumble so much. You mean as a, as a, just, yes. And it's, it's always been my favorite event of the entire WWF WWE calendar, because I get to see so many of everybody's involved, but one of the best things about the Royal Rumble, the lead up to the Royal Rumble is all of the backstage interviews that they've filmed throughout the night. Uh, anybody have any favorites out of
1: these? I have a couple notes. I I
2: liked mankind for sure. Mankind,
1: I was, I was excited that mankind just said like basically, like, I just want to hurt people. Yeah, great. I was like,
2: that's work, that, that tracks. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: of course, Bret Hart does the fucking. <laughs> I the it, at first I was watching him and it seemed like that documentary film in Boogie Nights where they're like filming Mark Wahlberg and he's like talking about his process. I was also like, why is he talking into the mirror? None of this makes any sense. Like they were trying to do some real directorial shit, but it it pretty, pretty much failed. Also, uh, let's see. Oh, question from the bulldog, the bulldog promo. Um, Bulldog in his Canadian tuxedo. I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> I was going to say, I thought he was British. Why is he wearing a Canadian tuxedo? <laughs> Damn it. We all, we all got there. Yeah.
0: Uh, Steve Austin is just angry and Terry Funk looks a
1: thousand years old. So tell me about Terry Funk though. Cause I don't um, know.
2: Terry he... Funk is an old wrestling legend. Like it has done a lot of like very uh he's i want to say he's local he may not be san antonio but he's definitely he's Texas. texan yeah uh, he had opened a wrestling school and like trained a bunch of people is like so he's like pretty big in that way i'm pretty sure he might have also don't quote me on this but he may have also run a promotion like a regional small promotion okay. um back in like the the regional days
0: but and, i think of him mostly for his ecw days
2: and he was very big at ecw and also had a very long relationship with mick foley both as a tag team and against, so each he other. did have a relationship with yes. Mick
1: Foley. What yes. was the relationship? They just
2: worked together all over the world and did some really fucked up, in- incredible, extreme things. I actually believe it might have been with Terry Funk when Mankind lost his ear originally.
0: Was the uh, the barbed wire match
2: maybe? Uh, Mankind lost his ear in a, in the ropes. Oh, it was, he got oh, tangled, yeah, yeah he got ripped yeah, yeah. off by the um, by the ring ropes. Uh, you know, <sighs> like
0: happens. I, I, I thought
1: he was any born any that way. The way the and I think
2: that might have happened in a match with Terry Funk.
1: So, what was Terry Funk's, like, gimmick?
2: At this point, he was just like, I'm an old, crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> what was, was his gimmick a... when he was, like, popular? He was, he was an old, crazy, an old crazy, crazy person. person. He's always been old? <laughs> yeah. He's one of those people that just was, like, always old. <laughs> well, I mean, no, wait. he just was like, a hardcore, like, yeah, like, and jack, like a... And this You is... just
1: named another Mick Foley person.
2: Yeah. But,
0: <laughs> but this is... You're, we're looking him at... I, I want to say close to fifty. Yeah, so this is his heyday, right here, where where he's more known at this point than at any other time in his career.
2: Because WWE's been using him frequently throughout. He, he this isn't like a surprise entrant in the Rumble that we're like, oh, it's that guy. It's like. He's been popping up on TV and stuff. Oh, like, so they, he was showing up in Raws? Yeah, they've been using him, not consistently, but he. This is not his first appearance in the WWE. In this, this is like, not the his run. first rodeo. Yeah, oh. and even in this run, though. I thought.
1: See, I totally thought it was like a home, a hometown thing. I mean, obviously it was to a certain degree, but like they, I thought it was a hometown him. thing that they're like, we're bringing Terry Funk in, But I didn't realize no, they've it been was... using
2: him, and they'll keep using him for a while. He's. But he's a very oh, I, influential, no well-respected person. Yeah. Was this the bulldog promo when he's walking from the car?
1: Yes. Yeah. And
2: he keeps yelling, "I'm bizarre." I was like, "What <laughs> did he say that?" Yeah, that's like neither your character or in order to make sense in context of what you're talking about. I was
0: mesmerized by the denim on denim. I did not hear a word that's that he it, said. Well, it's an
2: infamous promo. Like it's one of the most infamous promos because it makes literally no sense. It's insane. Well, it's it, It's yelling. very
1: meta for him to say I'm bizarre, I'm bizarre. and have that be bizarre. And you're like, I'm bizarre. So he
2: what? I think he's just like on drugs. Like he showed up in his car and was like, fucking, uh, what's the keeft out of his mind or whatever? Like
1: keeft out of his mind. Is that the mind? word I'm
2: looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? Is
1: keef like is that's. I want like a cocaine weed, right.
2: I want a cocaine word. Coked. He's like schnees? No, not. <laughs> There's a word that's like that kind that of, they would like say in the movie Swingers kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like one of those.
1: Oh, your money and you don't even know it. <laughs>
2: no. Steve, what am I thinking of? There's a pop culture reference about cocaine. Where like, Make his Steve head bleed in. for super Steve. fan number ninety
1: nine over here.
2: There's a word, Gosh, it's like a, it has an eved to it, and I want to say it was like in like a douchebag. Like, like in like an entourage. Fuck. All right, it's driving me crazy. Anyway, this is not interesting for literally anyone but me, and I will figure it out. It'll be very gratifying later. Well, I was gonna say
1: that uh, I got strong Steve Carell on steroids vibes from the British Bulldog. Uh, Yep. He he just I don't know. I think when he's got bangs, I got bangs.
2: Not even Steve Carell, but literally Michael Scott. Like if Michael Scott was actually able to achieve (laughs) the body he thinks he deserves. If Michael Scott, if Michael
1: Scott, uh, like. Achieve the body he thought he had, yeah. and then also if he had like gone to the British Virgin Islands <laughs> and then came back, and he'd oh be god, like
0: like that, like that kid in high school who went to England for a week and came back with a British accent.
1: You mean Madonna when she <laughs> when she uh, spoke uh, with a continental accent?
0: So. So how do we talk about the rumble?
1: How do we talk about
0: the rumble? I want to know about, about, that. about the rumble. So, so what do we talk about when we're talking about the rumble?
2: The problem with this Royal Rumble is the parts that were good were so good, but the parts that were bad were so meaningless. What do
0: you mean by bad?
2: Um, there's a lot of this that didn't matter. So we're talking about. First of all, we have. Uh, Fifteen, so half the participants are participating in their first ever Royal Rumble. Yeah, which goes to show like what state the roster was in at this time. They've like bled so much talent to WCW that they have all of these new guys who are doing it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, and everyone knows that Phineas Godwin doesn't have a shot. Um, so you're losing. Flash Funk isn't gonna win. Uh, even Rocky Maivia isn't gonna win. So there's all this stuff. All these like bullshit people. Then there's these AAA people. Who are not gonna win. Zipronetico is not gonna win the Royal Rumble. So, like.
1: I have him in my pool.
2: We have all this, and there's long stretches of time where nothing matters. And, you know, not to get too in the weeds already, but, like, Steve Austin comes out at five, and that's the first moment that. Matters, and then truly, it could be almost nothing until Bret Hart shows. Well, Ahmed we do need 21. to. Well,
0: we do need to talk about the fact that Ahmed Johnson eliminated himself <sighs> so when stupid. after seeing so many people go under the ropes if they want to chase somebody
1: out of there. Just like there wasn't a lot of Rumble awareness, is what I'll put. Wow, it. Wow. Yes. Um.
2: We he... should start a campaign.
1: Yeah. Rumble awareness. So uh, Ahmed Johnson. Yeah. Wants to beat the fuck out of somebody, right? Wants to beat the fuck out of Farouk. Decides to go over the rope to chase him out, and then basically like eliminates himself and chases him out, and then Farouk comes back, and then Ahmed comes back. Whatever, but like, just the fact that like if you want to pursue your grudge, do it in a way where you can still win the rumble. And, and Ahmed at this point has full cheeks out. Oh God, he yeah, all he needs to do is wrestle for like two minutes and it goes right back to where it was.
2: He's fully in the Chimbandale song.
1: <laughs> um one thing I noted for for the, the rumble as a whole is that nobody does what I've seen them do since we started watching, which is to have a person kind of like slip out, kinda play the outside for a little while. The Zelina and,
2: Vega spot that we saw in the, the last, what? Selena Vega. The no,
1: like, the Selena Vega the, the Selena Vega spot Um, but also just like uh, just the idea of like Having somebody just kind of like recovering outside the ring, so you forget yeah. that they're in the ring, and then you're like, "Oh shit!" They're like, "This is a person who's going, who's still part of it." They everybody was in the ring the whole time, and they also did a lot of. I mean, I I don't, I don't want to step on anything, but like they did a lot of clearing the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too much clearing yeah, the ring that was, to a certain degree.
2: That was a big part. Of, that was that was the story coming out of it. But I don't know.
1: Stone
0: Cold's eliminations were like just kind of building him up as yes. a force. Was, was great.
1: Great. I, was great. I I like watching. Him kind of just be like looking at his, his wristbands. This was
2: a star-making performance. I mean, it was, and he's also yeah. he owns the ring. The 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 screw is the finish. We'll get into. We can talk more about. But like, this is one of the times where usually they split the rumble where they have someone like a Kane, like Roman Reigns, who eliminates a ton of people but doesn't win. Yeah, um, and they then didn't they have do someone
0: that. who won. Austin had is the uh, is the only person who's ever eliminated ten plus people and. And I'm using air quotes right now. One, the Rumble. Exactly.
2: Exactly. So we had that going for us. But that's one less story then to also be exciting. Mm -hmm. We didn't have... We're used to the Kofi Kingston save or the Naomi save now in the Men's and Women's Rumbles. That wasn't a thing until John Morrison does it many, many years from now. That starts that whole thing from happening. So... Even that we we have a few like skinning the cat as they say when they go over the top they hold on yeah and like pull themselves back up over the ropes skinning the cat Can I call that skinning the cat I call it skinning the cat that's fucked up um like so there's like it's there's not a
1: c- real cat there are more than there are more there <laughs> is more than one hot. way to skin that cat
2: but we don't really have that and that's why I mean there's like a lot of us like I, I love watching Stone Cold be fed people to dispatch but like I don't really I don't need I have no strong feelings about the amount of time the sultan spent in the ring.
0: Although I was excited to see the sultan there just because knowing who he will become later Wait, on. Hey, oh,
1: okay, okay. Let's, yes, I'm very curious. So oh, let's, ha, let's do this. Here's what I propose. Mm-hmm. There's 30 people. Let's do them in batches of five so we can just like like do like a speed round okay. through. Um. Crush, do we care about Crush? No. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ahmed Johnson, I have a note. His music sounds like John Spencer Blues Explosion. Sure. Uh, I also liked that Jr. had a. They were talking about having a sidebar. Oh, JR, the, sal- the salad bar. Jr. says he ought to have a salad bar and leave, which <laughs> a nice little twist on the uh, the Back to the Future joke. Wait, uh, what? Why don't you make like a tree and get the hell out of here? Make a make like a tree and leave
0: oh okay i just thought it was dumb what the salad bar yeah i just i I thought he was just like saying words
1: basically no it's lettuce leaves yeah man by the way hog and pick
0: (laughs) this was literally the moment when when phineas came in at four i'm like
1: oh (laughs) that
0: i may have already known i don't know
1: so number three, fake Razor, mm-hmm. and, I, and I have a note saying, wow, they, they knew no one wanted him. They immediately, like he was there for what, mm-hmm. 10 seconds?
2: Yeah, and also it's weird that the clock is broken legitimately. They yeah. mentioned it, but it is, this is, for the first few entrants, they don't have like the countdown with the crowd. I think it really ruins some of the energy yeah. for a rumble to not have like the crowd counting down. Though I do think 90 seconds is a good um, interval. Yeah. They've experimented, they've done sixty seconds, they've oh, really? done two minutes. What um, is it now? I want to say it was ninety seconds the last one we did. We I think so.
1: Too. Oh, they just you don't know what it's gonna be each time?
2: Um, I just feel like it's changed over like we probably don't before the rumble or the day of the rumble, but they've changed they've done different the same so way they like
1: the years that we've watched it together has I feel it like it's been... always been ninety. Okay. Ninety seconds. That's sounds. was. Wondering. But that
2: feels right, but I've also seen it sixty seconds and I've seen it two minutes. It actually might have been two minutes the last one we watched.
1: So one thing so with the with the Phineas Godwin I want to point out I mean no one cares about about Phineas Godwin but I do want to point out his mama does
2: Even that I'm not sure about Wait did,
1: <laughs> was that was that one of the things they commented on or just you just no, have every mama saying, Okay well yeah yeah I'm sure everyone everyone has a mama and everyone, everyone's mama cares for them except for I guess some mamas So Phineas Godwin I want to I want to point out that uh if you recall in episode two maybe we talked about the the music right mm-hmm. the the, the banjo mm-hmm. Music, mm-hmm. Yeah. so uh we actually got some uh a response from a friend of the podcast Joe Stanton who is also our first fact checker i'm sure we're going to have many of them <laughs> oh boy uh he pointed out that the thing with the with the godwins the reason why that music is so loud and why it's done in, in adr is not necessarily because of the booing that would have happened, but because they didn't have rights to the music. Oh. And I looked up the the themes on, like, YouTube. Oh, would they do dueling banjos? No, no. They just had, like, their, their first theme was, like, had words. Uh-huh. And I don't know when how I don't know when the first theme was being played. So I heard a first theme and I heard a second rare theme, and neither of them sounded like the banjos. But uh. a, but basically, I think what happens is, and and uh, was it
0: Colin Ray? It
1: was it was Colin Ray singing. What was it, what did he sing in that? Uh, Something about Arkansas, Little Rock, yeah. was a song. Rock, but, but then he changed. About San Antonio. Yeah. Mm. Well, he's he knows how to you know go to the fans, but essentially what i've heard on the um the website that joe pointed me to and there were a lot of people talking about this was was that we will be because we you know we are in the time that we're in we'll be encountering this a lot so uh we're not gonna hear i think limp biscuit
2: oh so like the undertaker's some of the undertaker
1: stuff we're not gonna hear
2: interesting
1: um, there's, there's like, there are, I forget what the, what, what the examples that they point out was, but I remember the American badass.
2: Yeah. It's kid rock.
1: Uh, maybe it was kid rock, but yeah. So something about the American badass it is kid rock. <laughs> no, what, what I mean is people were mentioning different yeah, things. Limp Bizkit,
2: who did limp? limp was something. A lot of things. Oh God.
1: Maybe limp. Like, was in there, but the kid rocks not in there. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like, like, I don't remember, but something
0: honestly, like if, that kind of bums me out that there's yeah. no Limp Bizkit.
1: Well, it's like... Uh, they put, again, I don't know. We'll find out when, yeah. when we they get there. They also pointed this out with, like, uh, if you watch, like, Dawson's Creek. And right? Daria,
2: is a big, Daria is one of the most famous examples of this because, they, because it was MTV. They used so much current music. And yeah. They, they, the, it, state. It, the State. The State DVDs. Didn't, they didn't release DVDs for so long because they couldn't get the right they eventually just replaced it with like literally like truly if you watch the Daria DVDs that are on sale now so many of it are wrestling themes that are in it you can hear like Crash Holly's music that's in amazing. Daria like over and over again also I have listened to what was I've seen I, I always I, I'm so familiar with the YouTube free music library that I could recognize stuff I was like that was in my web series and also is now like on a, very real, like Grey's yeah. Anatomy, and you're like, you guys have a budget for this. Anyway, sorry. Don't...
1: Yeah, no, sometimes when I'm in a taxi, I hear the the royalty free music that I've searched yeah. through, and I'm like, oh, not the YouTube stuff, but it's similar.
2: Yeah, uh, I heard yeah. the YouTube stuff, and I was like, you oh. can hear that stuff. And I've also like heard on TV generic wrestling themes that are in the video games to give your characters that are not used Aww. by wrestlers, and I was like, oh, that's sad. That's my wrestler's theme song. <laughs> On your real TV show, okay. Uh, oh, why did
1: Austin? Why did uh, Why did uh, Austin go in while his vest was wrapped around his arms and he was taking it <laughs> off? What a bad way to enter a ring! Like his his arms were literally pinned behind his
2: back. He should have stretched first. He should have
1: <laughs> just take the take the vest uh, off. Bad first. vest
2: awareness. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, yeah, terrible vest awareness. Okay. But he
0: goes in at five. Uh, Bart Gunn goes at six and, and... is immediately eliminated by someone yep. called Steve Austin. Jake, Jake Roberts. Can Jake. we talk about the snake? Uh,
1: we, I'm always terrified for the snake. Yeah. This time I was super terrified because you know the snake is in there because I saw the, the bag moving.
2: Yeah.
1: But like... I mean, there's no fake snake. There's no fake snake. They they put the bag in there. It's moving a little bit. They're wrestling around it.
0: No, actually it was a bunch of raccoons in there.
2: <laughs> it it was one of those toys for ferrets. It's like a motorized ball with a tail. They couldn't secure the snake because of rights. <laughs>
0: But they didn't even need, there was no point where he used
1: the snake No, in this match. I just, no, the way, that the, the the tension of the snake was, I was like, they're going to step on well, the it's, snake. Well, it's
2: checkoff snake. Once you introduce, <laughs> oh. it, if you introduce the snake into the first sort of your rumble, by the third third, it has to be They were,
1: They were definitely going to step on that snake. And then, thank God, a ref pulled the snake out. Uh-huh. And then Stone Cold eliminated Jake after that. Which we, I don't th- even think we saw. Like, there were a couple, there were a lot of, of eliminations that just didn't, we didn't even get to see.
2: Then we have British Bulldog. We have Perot. Yep. Perot? But I think it's just pronounced Perot. I think it's Perot. Yeah. Pierrot. Are we all saying the Pierrot. same thing?
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Fucking Bobby from Jersey. Uh, Wilson, same thing. Peroth. And then number 10
2: is the Sultan.
1: Okay, first of all, uh, Good Mask. I wrote Mortal Kombat.
2: I mean,. I don't know if those two things mean the same thing, but okay. <laughs> it was a Mortal Kombat mask, wasn't it? Was, it was, but I don't know if it's a good mask. <laughs> that's what it. I mean.
1: Who um, does... I don't
2: understand. I actually. I most... know
0: when I think of Sultans, I think of leather masks and braids.
2: Um, also, like, the curly shoes. It's for the Desert Storm. But I'm mostly upset about the pants he's wearing. Yeah. They're real ugly. Well, they're, like, offensively, like, I hate to, like be like that stereotypical homosexual like Queer Eye who's like oh these drapes but like he's wearing these drapes and they look terrible he's wearing the ugliest drapes When you ask, if you stop a gay person you're like please tell me what do ugly drapes look like I'm like well they're burgundy uh, and they have like satin stripes <laughs> <laughs> he I mean the curly
1: shoes made me think he looked like he was auditioning for the, the live action Aladdin that Disney's making like <laughs>
0: yeah. it was very bad I, I wish that he was computer generated at
2: this
1: point. <laughs> Me too. And, and I weird. wish he was Will Smith. <laughs> then we have uh M-Mil Mil Mascaras, Mascaras.
2: Mil Mascaras. Which uh,
1: uh does translate. He's known as the man of a thousand masks. It also translates to a thousand masks.
2: And he's also very, very famous. Like he's probably the most famous of the luchas they had on this show.
0: Yeah, he could move.
2: Yeah, he's a legend. He was he was dope. He they was a legend at stuff. this point. Like even was he a legend
1: this. in WWF no, or a legend all. in AAA?
2: He was a legend in AAA and like other Lucha promotions, but he was like a well-known... I didn't know him as like an 11-year-old wrestling fan, Sure, but people who were like... But if it was today, like I would equate him with like um, Kota Ibushi or Kenny Omega or like someone who's like very famous in other promotions who I don't know personally, but yeah. I am aware that they are very well-respected and... That's what he is.
1: Yeah, he seemed really good. Uh, and then we get Triple H mm-hmm. back uh, for a double duty.
0: Uh, and then um, one of one development with Owen Hart coming in next, and then Owen eliminated the Bulldog. And, and is that this was... going
1: to turn into a thing? I don't know. Oh, it, it, I think so. It was oh. a, a, like a legitimate oh shit moment for
0: me. It's like, whoa. Oh, no? Nothing?
2: Uh, I believe this is a breakup that never fully comes. Hmm. <laughs> you know recall, speaking of breakups that never fully come i recall if i recall correctly i don't actually think this goes anywhere well
1: i mean it was it was like you know it was the typical i didn't mean it i didn't mean it type of thing so it was like maybe maybe it was just to like keep all-star and, all, all and love
2: and war and the rumble man i feel like we've seen it before where like people tag teams eliminated each other in the rumble but that isn't in...
1: but all and and also it was like oh you know sorry i was trying to knock Was it uh, Stone Cold? It was Austin, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then to round out the first half,
0: we had Goldust and Cibernetico.
1: Yep. Yep. Whatever.
0: Okay, well, we're into the second half now. Mark Marrow comes in. Wild man. Uh, And and almost immediately, all of the luchadors are eliminated at that point.
1: uh, It's literally... uh, I I put uh, lots of accidental eliminations because Mil Mascaras... Eliminates all the other luchadors and then eliminates himself because he doesn't understand how. Th- no rumble awareness.
2: Yeah, I kind of feel like this. I might have read about this at some point. I feel like it was that he like refused to like put anybody over. That he because he was like a legend. He's like, I'm not being eliminated in this fucking thing. I'll eliminate myself, and that'll be how I go out. Like, and, ha. like if I I know I'm not gonna win it, but I'm also not gonna lose it. Yeah. <laughs> I believe. So I think that, that was the logic there.
1: Do a lot of the guys who show up in this, like, those guys from the AAA, like, do they wrestle in WWE They more?
2: Some of them stick around for a while. Oh, that's or cool. Or get rebranded and repackaged. Okay. Because WCW is doing a lot with cruiserweights, like, okay. at this time. And, like, like Chris Jericho originally was a cruiserweight. Like, these are – and they have, um, like, Psychosis and a bunch of, like, Mexican luchador wrestlers yeah. as well. Uh, and people are really into it because it's very different and new.
1: Um, I noticed that we have Latin Lover. Ugh. What a terrible name for, you know, mediocre wrestler. Um,
0: but then Farouk shows up. And then once Farouk shows up, eliminates Latin Lover, Austin and Farouk are battling. And that's when Ahmed Johnson shows up. Two by four. With a two by four that he is tapping Farouk on the back with. <laughs> Like it he, was... like like he's got Hagrid's mag magic wand at this point, and he's just tapping him there, doing uh,
1: "Wingardium Leviosaur I, I only made it through like three of the books, but I get it.
2: <laughs> I did watch all of the movies. Uh,
1: right, you don't read. Um, yeah, he the the those those the cell was poor on that. Um, no the cell it wasn't the cells problem was
0: it there it was the fact that that the delivery Ahmed doesn't know how to do things (sighs)
1: yeah Yeah. Um, it was pretty bad there was also I I noted around this time I said Owen Hart had some great saves like every time they were trying to skin the cat Mm -hmm. uh, Owen Hart really uh, you know he had some fun ways of, of getting out of of being eliminated that was cool then there were a lot of eliminations we don't even see mm-hmm. indeed and then savio vega so there comes down eliminated by stone cold of course it's funny uh i remember the comment i made when savio vega first came out and i was like oh man like he feels like a, a more modern wrestler and now that i'm like you know multiple you know pay-per-views in, i'm like eh, i don't know i felt no excitement about savio
0: no, none whatsoever. Well, especially because we're going to, after Savio Vega, we get a whole bunch of fucking legends yep. showing up in the ring.
2: And also, like, I mean, throughout all this, Austin has been, every time he clears the ring, we saw him sit on the rope and look at his watch. We saw him do a push-up. I yeah. mean, like, it's fucking great. Because yeah. next
0: we've got Jesse James, which I never realized he had, like, a cowboy gimmick. Who is he? he Who was is Jesse cowboy. James?
2: So before... This. So Jeff Jarrett, who recently came back, his gimmick was a country singer. So his whole thing, he had a song, uh, Be My Baby Tonight, or Baby Tonight, or with my baby tonight. I know it as well as I know it as well as Renato's. Oh no, I know all the lyrics now, but I'm forgetting what the proper title is called. I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight. But then what happened is it became known that Jesse James was his sidekick, he was his roadie. He was the roadie that traveled with country star Jeff Jarrett. Ah. And then it was revealed that actually Jeff Jarrett, when he went to WCW, didn't sing that song. Jesse, his roadie, actually is the voice behind Jeff Jarrett. Because Jeff Jarrett actually could not sing, but he could sing enough. Uh, and so the story became that he was secretly the voice of Jeff Jarrett this whole time. So That, that was the He's like not the a storyline. cowboy, he's a country singer. And he's actually a country singer's roadie, is what we're getting at this point. Okay. Um, he was out
1: really quickly. And that's
2: how he becomes the road dog yeah. of Jesse James later. But oh, Jeff, does he
1: become a big wrestler after this? Oh, yeah.
2: He's also still, he's he runs SmackDown. So basically, this guy, Jesse James, is literally the head creative on SmackDown. So he's the reason why SmackDown is so good when it's good. Interesting. Uh, it's so much better than Raw. It's because he's in charge of it. Interesting. Um, he is a huge part of the Attitude Era. Huge part of the Attitude Era. Uh, but at this point, he's still kind of like a like a dingus, and he's very and his gimmick is stupid.
1: So what I will say is, up to this point, I I had a note just saying like a pretty easy to see who wins up to this point, right? And then I also wrote like great storytelling, except for a few parts. Like all the all everything with Ahmed Johnson is awful, um, but. Really good storytelling. It what this felt like to me. It felt very centered around Stone Cold Steve Austin, yeah. not just in terms of like yeah he's eliminating everybody, but also everybody who's coming out uh, was somebody that like that Austin had a history with. He's like
2: Stone Cold Steve Austin, this is your life. Yeah, no,
1: I I, I wrote like this feels like Scott Pilgrim. Like it was like huh. like him versus all of his exes. Yeah. And he just had like he's like, Alright, I'm gonna I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I have to go through the, the gauntlet of Jake the Snake, go through Savia Vega, I forget who else, but you know what I mean. Like all these people that he has wrestled.
0: Well, because one of the coolest moments in this match is when Brett's music hits and yeah. the look on Stone Cold Steve Austin's face. Which
2: I do love, but I also like have issues with from a storytelling point of view. It's like is he actually i i don't like seeing stone cold be scared then and he was scared and i was like this is i don't know if this fits for the character it is felt if i guess for me it
0: read as like oh shit this is an actual challenge that i have have to face because stone cold is has to this point been like the master manipulator and he always is gonna make uh, everything go his way through Brute force, usually, but also just kind of, like, manipulating the situation to his advantage. And at this point now, he's been going through all the scrubs, and now he's got an actual challenge on his hand.
2: Yeah, this to me— Because he's been in
0: here for—15 he's 15 guys have come in after yeah. him.
2: This, for me, is when the match lights up. Like, mm-hmm. it was totally different before this, and now this is when, to me, the match— That's when i for so the first— Two thirds of the match are pretty useless. Yeah. So it's not until this point that I really feel good about it. Yeah, it, mean, it's
1: mathematically you can see it's literally like the last ten guys are are worth watching. Because uh, it's the especially at twenty two, Jerry the King Lawler. I I I really like. It was stupid, but then but I it's really funny. I really thought it was funny, funny that he gets gets thrown out and immediately just like stumbles over, puts the headphones on. I thought that was really, really it's funny. It's funny, yeah.
2: And again, this is something else that we've seen become a trope in the Rumble now, but this at this time that was still very funny and unexpected.
1: Yeah. Um, then we have Fake Diesel. Fake Diesel sucks.
2: Fake Diesel does not suck. Fake Diesel's gimmick sucks. Um, but he is good in the ring. I think that's why we have fake Razor Ramon come in early in the match and lasts like no time at all and fake diesel comes in way later and lasts a pretty is is at these more of the last four
1: so the thing about about fake diesel i agree that he is you know that he you know he's kane and he's a like he's physically intimidating i can tell that he's a better wrestler but in this in the in the rumble i saw him standing around a lot of times it seemed like he didn't really know what he should be doing. There were a lot of guys that were like going at each other and he would just kind of watch. I wasn't sure if he was like playing that he was tired or or what. But like there were a lot of times where he just didn't really have any aggression to what he was doing in the ring. And and that to me made it seem like I was just waiting for him to get eliminated because I you know he just wasn't he wasn't delivering anything. Hmm
0: uh I don't know. I, I I feel like I disagree on that. I feel like he he brought it here, and I mean, for such a a young guy at this point, and being put on this stage right here, and then having to go through like the final ten eliminations right here, I th- I feel like he held his own. I suppose. I don't know. I mean, look. And again, just being saddled with such a trash gimmick. Yes. Then, then obviously they saw some the thing
1: that we all saw about him. That they he was it. gigantic and he was, you know, a real, a, like a, a, a stacked guy.
2: They saw it. The voters of Knox County, Tennessee saw it. <laughs> they saw in him value. And What potential. were his
1: platforms in 97? I wonder.
2: <laughs> Wigs attached to masks. <laughs> Choke slams fire posts
0: uh terry funk comes up next followed by rocky Maivia, whose hair looked
1: a lot better this time around
2: still relative though
1: and he's and he is at this point he's still sort of over with the crowd or he's the crowd's kind of into him but like he's we're we're approaching the point where people hate him right we're not there yet
2: we're not there yet but we're getting there
1: oh by the way there was a so uh lawler had a thing where he said something about like I think around the time that Rocky comes out, um, he says something like, "You know, I I should uh I should go back I should go in there and uh you know teach them a lesson or whatever." And they're like, "King, I don't know if you realize you you were already in there." <laughs> I thought it would have been an amazing bit if Lawler basically like acted like he had a concussion and just kept saying like, "You know, it would be a lot better if I went in there like the entire time." It just well, in forgot. a way wasn't
2: it kind of foreshadowing? And eliminated a contestant getting back in there.
1: Oh, Ooh. yeah, but true, true. But I, I do like the idea of him just being on this like, stuck. You know, a, a broken record about it. Russian doll. At some Russian point, doll.
2: at some point, Terry Funk gives Bret Hart a pile driver that looks like absolute garbage. Like one of the worst spots. It just looks like it looks like what would happen if I attempted to give one of you a pile driver right now. Like it was just I'm very imagining like that. it was like very like ginger and sloppy and like it just didn't make any it just looked like absolute shit and the camera just like happened to catch it so perfectly and it's awful and if you didn't catch it you should go back and just like look for that moment I, I missed that one do that. Yeah. I missed
0: that one but then after mankind shows up and then Flash Funk shows up in another terrible outfit. Um yeah. Bret Hart gave
1: Stone Cold a pile driver An that looked like it was straight heart. from hell. Yeah, that it was it was a good one.
2: It was really good in the way that it looked like it absolutely could have killed someone.
1: I'm gonna start calling Flash Funk Flash Forehead. <laughs> Just apropos of nothing. <laughs> or,
2: He's got a forecast? His... Yeah.
1: <laughs> By the way, Flash Funk was in the twenty it was number twenty seven, a very auspicious uh time to come out in the Royal Rumble, but for no, for no reason. Is number twenty do they have a lot of people win at twenty seven? I thought, I thought, it, don't they always discuss about how twenty seven like is a big number, number? That
2: might be the number that's the most likely to win. I can't remember now.
0: Eric, your WWE knowledge is starting to eclipse mine, and I'm
1: not happy with it. What if this is like Lawnmower Man? We're at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'm I, Pierce
0: Brosnan <laughs> <laughs> to your. Oh, what was the actor's name? Um, um, Jeff Fahey.
1: Jeff Fahey, yeah. Uh, By the end of this, I will make all of your phones ring.
0: (laughs) And it'll be the superstar line.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to talk about that.
1: They have gotten rid of the superstar line, haven't they? Because we haven't seen that in months. It was
2: in the last episode, the last paper. No, maybe. the last one no, we, had the, we AOL. had the AOL chat room. Oh, which I right. didn't
1: have this time. I'm very upset to not have AOL. They had a lot going on tonight. We did.
2: I was listening to the second episode since it was released, and I kept saying it was Hot Wire. The show was called Live Wire, what okay. you can call in the Saturday recap show.
1: Wasn't, but what about, what was WWF Superstars? Wasn't that the Saturday show?
2: I think they really packaged was... it into Live Wire when we were more in the Attitude Area and, think, uh, and things were more like.
1: I remember as WWF, WWF superstars, um, but yeah. So I think they got rid of the hotline. Oh, well, we'll see as we go. But if not, we'll take a
0: brief moment of silence because I feel like at this show point, this podcast has gone into like the
1: three-hour mark. So, oh boy, yeah. Our hotline is—it's it, just been Maybe what if the hotline was them doing a podcast about the <laughs> Attitude Era? <laughs>
0: Okay, time for Vader Time time
1: is a flat podcast
0: It's it's Vader
2: time (laughs) It's done And Vader is getting
0: a ton of shit thrown on him As he walks down to the ring Wait, people are throwing stuff? I didn't even see that Yeah Yeah. Oh, they're just not into it No, they're super into it Oh, he's he's just a big heel Exactly He
2: just beat the Undertaker earlier
0: Meanwhile, Mankind is rocking in the corner Yeah, I like that Loved it
1: uh oh, and Henry Godwin Henry, as, Go- Henry that's Godwin H O G
0: hug. Yeah, thank you. Who's got a burglar alarm on his trash can?
2: <laughs> <laughs> they wrote that. They said that, yep. I mean. I can't unpack what that even implies. <laughs> it, He's it a means... garbage
1: person and he that's
2: his treasure.
1: No. Oh.
2: So, he has so little value that he has to value trash, but he has enough means to, to get a so security pay for away. a burglar yes. alarm, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes, that's where I'm losing. The ADT
1: metaphor. is monitoring his trash yes.
2: can. Yeah,
1: sir, do you want to put this on your? Nope, just the trash can. <laughs> why? Why don't you just not throw it out? Uh, well, it's trash. Uh, and then at number thirty, we got the taker. Of course, the taker comes in and this cleaning house and. I'm reminding myself now because I think when I watched it, I was watching it with 2019 eyes and going, uh, "Oh, Undertaker! I don't know who's gonna win this." I really, I should have just followed my gut and been like, "Clearly, Stone Cold Steve Austin's gonna win this." But with with Mankind and Undertaker and Bret Hart in there, I was just like, "Well, I don't, I don't really know." And then I started doing that thing that I think, you know. We do going into the 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 rumble where you start trying to like play the game of like well, the stakes are that this person is going for a title shot, right? And I was like, who who will go against Sid or Brett uh, or Shawn Michaels? And I was like, wait a minute, that means that I was doing like the math in my head. I was like, Shawn Michaels probably is going to have to win over Psycho Sid. It was a lot. I I appreciate that
2: you're doing that. I think that is the right frame of mind to have at this point. I will not. uh, Anything can happen in the WWE
1: Shit's gonna get weird
2: Very weird between now and the next pay-per-view Is this like Lost
1: Where I'm reading too much into it And like they're just gonna
2: It's full of of mostly shirtless guys I want to have sex with It is just like Lost
1: (laughs) Not Triple H's boat
2: (laughs) Not Sonny's boat uh, but yeah, I get yeah. how you're like trying to prognosticate. But again, also, it is it is very weird. Again, I'm not allowed to belabor this point. But because we know these people are Hall of Famers now, but 1997, these guys were not Hall of Famers. Like, it was right. indistinguishable between... Not maybe not indistinguishable, but like, not that far apart between Flash Funk and Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's crazy. Any one of them could have been a huge star and won this. Like, it's, it's truly no one... They're all just starting their careers. And we know in hindsight that they're going to be the biggest like cultural markers to ever be in wrestling is besides like Hulk Hogan. Right. But at this point, they're just nobody. They're just wrestlers like anybody else. Right.
0: Yeah. You know, like everybody else but, like, who is a wrestler.
2: No, no, no but like some of the also is like a Dean Ambrose. Like, mm-hmm. oh, They're good, but it sure could happen, but it's not the foregone conclusion that we think it is now looking
1: back. Sure. Right. Um, I also, have, I have a, so okay, quick notes. I have good elimination of Terry Funk. I thought mm-hmm. that, that that elimination of yep, yep. him was good
2: okay let's so let's talk about the so yeah bobby you want to run us
1: through the finish of this
2: oh boy so things get screwy so mankind and terry funk are brawling on the outside so now there's only there's two refs and they're focused on that at that point bret hart throws out stone cold steve austin he goes over the top both feet hit he is clearly eliminated he rolls
1: yeah, he yeah. Is, he's
2: making sure, he might as well be stamping his feet to make sure that we know that he is truly, very rarely eliminated. The referees, however, don't see it. So, Stone Cold Steve Austin, opportunist as he is, rolls back into the ring, goes on like nothing's nothing. Uh, meanwhile, Bret Hart eliminates Fake Diesel, and then Stone Cold eliminates uh, Undertaker and Bret Hart. Yeah thus winning the rumble
0: i think taker took That's... out or i'm sorry Stone Cold took out taker and Vader right before brett took yes. out yes. Taker, Yeah, taker Vader and took Hurt, out both at yeah, the yeah. same time around
2: right undertaker and Vader, then bret hart uh so stone cold is declared the winner yeah um i don't know if i want to get too much into like what the resolution is but one would argue that he's not the proper winner sure and anyone who was eliminated after his elimination will be considered like fruit from the poison tree that's all I. I think that's all. Okay,
1: so there's there's a lot there's there will be developments. There will absolutely
2: there will be not only will there be developments, but there will also be uh, developments on developments.
0: But the history books say Stone Cold Steve Austin, the winner of the 1997 Royal Rumble. I called it the San Antonio Screwjob.
2: It also is worth noting the original plan was for Bret Hart to win this Royal Rumble. That was the plan. That was the plan from the beginning, from before when Vader was still supposed to be champion going into San Antonio. But what happened, Bobby? To set up a match at WrestleMania 13, a rematch between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. That is where we were supposed to be heading. Um, But what this was changed with was uh, Vince Russo, who is a creative writer behind the scenes, uh, who had an on-screen character named Vic Venom, who was like a writer for the magazine. He's the editor of the magazine. I think he also appeared on these like, Saturday shows like Livewire. On it, he made a prediction that Bret Hart, he made a, his in character made a prediction that Bret Hart would win the Rumble. Vince McMahon does not like anybody to make accurate predictions. <laughs> Therefore, because he said this and put it into the universe, they changed the finish of this match. So that wasn't the case.
1: So, so Vince McMahon is kind of like the anti secret. Yeah. He hears things and he's just like, we will make, we will <laughs> do everything we can yeah. to make this not happen.
2: Yeah. So they changed the finish because of that. Get that off uh, your vision board. They were still built, the idea was to still get to that point eventually, but there's other things that develop between now and then that prevent that from happening. The whole thing is if our husband has been this baby phase and they want to turn him heel. Yeah. And they have to figure out how, and they want to do it in a way where, is bret hart is very still popular in canada obviously internationally but he's not as popular in america so the idea is they want to create bret hart to be a heel in a way that he can still get cheered internationally so this is the sort of like he's kind of like uh wronged and complaining about it and he's not wrong but it's also kind of something like that that audience is love it's
1: somebody who fucking <laughs> is a is a constant victim
2: well, American audiences are like, boo, Snowflake. But they're like, wait, he has a point, guys. Some things don't change 20 years later.
0: So we've got Psycho Sid versus Shawn Michaels in the main event. Now, first
1: off, the the flu thing, is
0: that? Real. Real. Okay.
1: Real. Can I, I actually did some research on this. Um, so do you know what strain of flu Shawn Michaels had? <laughs>
2: No, I don't know the strain. It was
1: equine influenza.
2: Re- I, that I did not know. No, horse- it's not. Oh, like, the horse kid. <laughs> like, Wait. He's the horse break kid! <laughs> I totally was like, he did? That was
1: a real setup.
0: <laughs> it was swine flu from hanging out with Sunny after she got slopped. From pig and hog. <laughs> this is a really good story. Like The moment they brought out Jose Lothario's son, I was like, this is building to something epic. What's and his beautiful.
2: Name? Peter, I want to say, was his name? Pete, Peter, Pete Lutherio? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think so of, of the San Antonio Lutherios?
2: Yeah, he is a really good. I mean, he does really have the flu. It is really interesting where this is building, and it's like the hometown hero, and we're finally getting like the reaction from the, the crowd. Like wakes the fuck up for this. Oh, he definitely has the flu because Michaels. he thinks
0: that there's seventy one thousand people in attendance there tonight.
1: Yeah, they were like, they're like, it's a sold out crowd. It was not, and everybody bought Taco Bell to get there. <laughs> yeah, literally, most people didn't pay at all. So um so let's let's quickly talk about sean michaels outfit i <laughs> i wrote that i
0: don't know if we could talk about this quickly i think it needs oh man some serious time i have to, to
1: eat dinner at some point um sean michaels i wrote that he's dressed like he's about to fight don quixote because he looks like the knight of mirrors which I know is very literary Bobby I'm not looking at you I mean I'm uh, an English teacher And that went way over my head it's, he's, the, he's the one I think who makes Don Quixote Realize that, he is, uh, that he's um, What's the word deranged The Knight of Mirrors Anyway just watch it like Man of La Mancha Guys Culture it's out there <laughs> For you to grab.
2: I can't. I have 26 hours of wrestling to watch every single (laughs) week. I need to watch this thing three times. Yeah, I have to watch this over and over again. Then I have to watch the six hours of regular programming. Then there's a pay-per-view. God help us. That's another six hours. And Um, now there's
1: a celebrity, big brother? Come on. (laughs) This season's not even that good. Um, So the lights, I noticed the lights were really intrusive. I felt like, I, I know they're good, but they were like, it's just that weird halo that's like right. It's so close. I feel like these are the lights that Owen Hart falls from and dies Yeesh. okay Oof. maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong but i'm probably right okay no you're
2: okay. not he, he, he fell from higher than that oh
1: i also noticed that uh sean michaels entr- uh, entrance is so long that they have to restart his music
0: yeah, yeah i can't wait for ang lee's sean michaels long royal rumble entrance walk <laughs> Yeah. and then Shawn michaels comes in and he is touching everybody and so all i could think to myself is first how many fans caught the flu from touching Shawn michaels and then second how many of them were excited that they had a little piece of Shawn michaels inside of
1: them? well a lot to unpack there yeah first of all probably a lot of the people already had Shawn michaels inside of them i'm sure it was, <laughs> he's a hometown hero he probably made the rounds
2: Yeah, that I'm pretty sure of. He's
1: the town horse.
2: (laughs) The town horse break.
1: Everybody gets a ride on the horse break, kid.
0: (laughs) Including the babysitter.
2: Oh, no. Well she followed him from Alaska, I guess. What? He
1: he had to throw her a bone, right?
2: God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was a Jerry Lawler comment
0: right there. (laughs) Um, yeah, so the mass match starts and pretty early on, uh Sid's whole offense seems to be dropping
1: his ass on Shawn Michaels. Yeah. there's a point where he's got Michaels in the camel clutch and uh like Sean Sean is like pushing up to try to get out of it and Sid does that thing where he jumps in the air to slam him down and and uh Shawn Michaels gets out of it. And then, like, um, and then Sid kind of, like, jumps in the air and, like, misses, obviously misses him and hits down. And I, to me, it struck me as, like, King Hippo in Mike Tyson's Punch <laughs> yeah. Out, where he's just like, ooh, and that's how you're supposed to, like, get past him. Like, I'm Sorry, just- what was
0: he like? <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. Just making sure his like
1: his, his, his uh his band-aid on his stomach gets exposed and his pants fall down <laughs> and you just have to keep letting him sit on you until he like jumps up.
2: Yeah, this wasn't the best match, and I think this is like widely regarded as one of Shawn Michaels' worst pay-per-view main events. I mean,
0: well, to to get a worse pay-per-view main event, I guess you have to give him the flu.
2: And pair him with not Sid. <sighs> yeah. I like, spent
1: most of the time watching his his parents' friends and seeing like what their <laughs> reactions were to him getting like bear hugged.
2: It just wasn't. I feel like it's uh, nothing really extraordinary. I, but I liked the finish.
1: But well, but I, I mean, yeah, the love that Shawn
0: Michaels is getting the entire time when yeah. he slams Sid that was dope.
2: Yeah, the crowd. Yeah. That's the thing is, the crowd carries this match more than either of the performers. I think because they're yeah. so like hyped to finally give a shit about something. Yeah, that um, that's refreshing.
1: The camera, the you know, the callback yeah. to the camera.
2: Oh, that was good. I, li- I liked the finish, and I liked that the ref was knocked out. I like the slow count. I like him kicking out of the camera. set up yeah. for the sweet chin music. I like. I liked. I liked the finish a lot.
0: The slowest count, just yeah. slow ever.
1: Yeah. First of all, why does why does the guy have to crawl all the way over? <laughs> well, because like, he has can, to, no. He has to, to be him. in position. He's got to see. That the the, uh, the shoulders are down. You, do you think that that camera was also another camera that was fritzing out? This they one were seemed like...
2: like a prop camera. This one seemed a lot lighter than the other one.
1: Yeah, it was, I think it was like the same guy. They have like the one guy that they give the non-functioning camera to. I,
2: now, now I can't remember. It. I feel like the other time we saw like camera POV. You saw the feed. Like, mm-hmm. You saw the feed. Like you didn't see that this time. This one seemed much more like a dummy camera. It seemed fake. But yeah.
0: meanwhile, Shawn Michaels can wield a camera a hell of a lot better than Ahmed Johnson can wield a 2x4.
1: <laughs> like he can wield a
2: camera better than Ahmed Johnson can wield a fanny pack.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> Or, a, or a, 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 a phone that doesn't exist. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was good. The ending was right. I'm I'm glad. Like,
1: I'm glad. Like, please tell me that we're kind of done with Psycho City at this point. Like, is this is this been blown off or no? Is this gonna keep going, Eric?
2: There, I can't answer your question because there's so many there's a so many twists and turns that are about to happen. Are they gonna happen between now and WrestleMania? That like of this 97. That uh, just buckle up, honey. How many I how many pay per views
1: away is WrestleMania? One two. Or two.
2: Yeah. So.
1: Am I going to have to start watching, like, Raws to to figure out what no, the fuck's we'll, happening? No,
2: we'll, we'll fill you in. We'll give okay. you the backstory. All right. We'll talk about it. Yeah, I'm just... And you, listener, too, can get filled in here on Hell in a Cell Phone every other week. Oh, it's boy. On it's on Bobby, the it, tell. in Bobby, divorce. is this your new grinder?
1: <laughs> you can get filled in and you get filled in and you too can fill
2: me in
0: but first we got a little bit more business we need to attend to for years WWE hosted a yearly award show called the Slammy Awards and we end each episode as hell in a cell phone with our own version of the Slammies in a segment we call For Your Reconsideration and for the love of God guys let's
2: keep these short sure I'll jump in Um, As we all know, Stone Cold Steve Austin is a rather smooth man. So imagine my surprise, and they zoomed in on his surprise face when Bret Hart was making an entrance and his neck was so hairy. And so (laughs) I'm going to give my Nair for Him Slammy Award to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, I'm going to go with
0: the Legend Adjacent Award to Flash Funk and Hedrio Godwin, who were in the ring with... So many uh, current and future Hall of Famers, including The Rock, Terry Funk, Kane, Mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, Bret Hart, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I feel like there's one or two others, but whatever.
1: Yeah, good enough. Uh, I'm going to give the Dunder Mifflin Regional Manager of the Month Award (laughs) to Farouk, because Uh that guy will not let anybody, even lifting him, get in the way of him talking to his direct reports. (laughs) Uh, I, I was gonna give sure, the, the, what's that? I thought
0: for sure this was gonna be a
1: British bulldog reference. Uh oh oh, interesting. Don't no, I, like I know. I kind of twisted it from... on you. I did a little uh, starburst fruit twist. <laughs> I think this is a dusty finish right here. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna give the Pulitzer to Pettingill for that scoop, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, Farouk pulls it through. Love us, disagree? Want to
0: toss us over the top rope? Let us know email us at Helena at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Helena or each of us individually, Eric at prime silver, Bobby at Bobby Hank and Aaron at slow pass. Please rate or review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you again for in your house. 13
1: final four. That sure was one Royal rumble. <laughs>
2: get out. <laughs> get
0: out
1: of your own house. I have to eat and sleep!